Good evening, Metal Faithful. It is I, <clears throat> your mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge, and this is the Metal Hammer of Doom. Tonight on the agenda is track three from the box set, Lordiversity, Humanimals. And joining me to discuss this AOR-influenced album that was uh, influenced by bands like Bon Jovi, Desmond Child, and Alice Cooper, so the wiki tells me. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Big Time, the essential one, the star maker, the heartbreaker, he's breaking necks and cashing checks. Ladies and gentlemen, from the Source Material Podcast, Jesse Starcher. How do you do, sir? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm big time in you. A big time Teasley came over here. Now I'm big time in Mark Radlich. You can't Look hold out. the starcher back. He's no, got, apparently he's not too much man for any podcast. Any one podcast goodness. that is. So AOR stands for Album Oriented Rock. Uh, if you say and, so. I well, hey, I had to look it up. I was like, what does AOR stand for? And uh, sure enough, album-oriented rock, according to Google and Wikipedia. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's what we're going to get with Humanimals tonight from Morty. And, oh, boy. Ooh. Oh, we're, we, you and I are going to have a fight, Jesse. This is I, I, this is going to be just like Superfly Trap all over again. I can already oh, I can, oh. I can taste it. I can taste it. I can, I'm drinking your Not. sweat right now. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of drinking sweat, here he is, folks, the Metal Coop, the man of your dreams. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert Cooper, how do you do, sir? I was going to say I'm, uh, I'm flicking beans and making greens. That's <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of rhyming going on in this show. It is. It's like a Dr. Seuss book. If Dr. Seuss had a stroke and they were trying to pump his fucking catatonic brain for the last few rhymes to cash in on his notoriety. Have you, have you seen the guy with the tattoos all over his face who, like, raps Dr. Seuss books on TikTok? Oh. Oh. I I don't have a TikTok, but I did watch a guy with a face tattoo by a refrigerator today, and I was like, huh. I guess they will hire anybody. <laughs> um, well, yeah, there's this guy. Uh, apparently, he's gotten quite popular on TikTok. And he, he's just reading the books, but he's doing it like he's rapping it. And, and I guess, like, the whole gimmick of his TikTok was, the, was to the, the point that Dr. Zeus has a natural rhythm and rhyme to it that if you just do it like you're rapping, it sounds like a natural rap. And he's gotten he's gotten over it with it. It's it's a pretty funny gimmick. The, the, I've only seen a couple of them because now I'm like, all right, I, I already know this trick. I don't need to see this anymore. But <clears throat> but yeah, speaking of uh, rhyme uh, rhyme syndicate, there, uh, that's what he does, Jesse. Don't you understand? Oh, that's pretty cool. Let's, yeah, uh, I'll have to check that out. Watch the TikTok sometime. Yeah, I have, okay. I have my wife try and find it. By oh, the way, say- the ding dong showed up. I just want to <sighs> let everybody know that yeah. the Asian. Uh, the Asian crafted mm-hmm. uh, gemstone ding dongs showed up in about three boxes. Yeah, you put that on. You put that on social media. Speaking of which, when we did our, um, you know, my half naked uh, blind react, and you were like, "Hey, make sure my make sure the part about my wife, um, you know, making slightly off color Asian remarks doesn't end up in there," and it totally did, and I didn't realize <laughs> it until after. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, ding dongs! I don't think it's in the actual TikTok, but it, but it's on the podcast. Like I didn't like we were still recording when you said that, and I just never bothered to take it out. Uh, I'm not I'm not too upset. I'm sure. Yeah, well, that, we, uh, we have can find them pretty easily. We, I was gonna say TikTok. we haven't pissed off we haven't pissed off any fans of some you know Asian girl band, so nobody cares. That's good. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, that cult done passed us by. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'd say we. Uh, Fan made our uh, our claim to on them. <laughs> sure. All right. So let's get into the actual reason we're here tonight. I don't know about you guys, but I have an agenda. Okay, I got things to do. Agenda. Yep. Ag- hardly doer. 
I gender ma- I gender Mahal. Um, <laughs> oh God, that is a lot of back knee and saggy titties. <laughs> That's just how I like them. Anyway, Ooh. so let's get into- so the single off of this one is Borderline, which is not a Madonna cover, and which that came is out not some my ex. <laughs> do, you, do you want to share with the class? Um, and that came out October 22nd of 2021. So this is a very 80s, like, hair metal-influenced Lordy album, Jesse. Uh, I'm guessing you didn't love it. Uh, it's very what feels to me straightforward for a Lordy <laughs> album. And, you know, as we go through it, I'm going to really dig into the lyrics, but they're just... <sighs> I don't know. You know, I understand the gimmick. I understand what they're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. But what I want is I want Lordy influenced '80s songs. I don't want just like, hey, this is Lordy doing an '80s song. That devoid feels... of their personality. Yeah, devoid of the what they're here, what they're supposed to be doing. Right. And again, there's a couple songs that fit the bill here as we go through this album, but there are more to me that feel very straight forward and straight laced like one of the one of the singles I should say one of the songs on this album was one of the ones that came off of collection <clears throat> and and that is like a beat of the honey and I remember us talking about it back then like this is just them doing a song <laughs> it's not <laughs> it is not them making any sex jokes they are definitely not talking about killing somebody right like just I, a song. I think about, you know, Let's Go Slaughter He-Man and how funny that song is. And, like, it's it's so memorable to me because it's such a silly-ass song. And right. as much as I like this album, and I'm going to just jump right into the, the first three tracks here, but you're not wrong when you say it, it seems like they put the style over the content, if you know what I mean, the lyrical content. Yep. Right. Um, you want to give, like, a quick, like, ten words or less, Cooper, uh, and then we'll jump into the music? Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like they they accomplished what they set out to do with this. Uh, it definitely does sound like it came from the time of like your mid-80s that chicks with poofy hair and guys that want to bang them would really enjoy. Uh, yeah, my people, my time. Yes, yes, before my time, in fact. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I really do find this album and I'll say part of it is my own sensibilities I'm not a big fan of your hair metal uh, Mm -hmm. or really your light and airy sort of stuff and I found this to be uh, while I found it successful in what it does and I like some of the songs I do kind of feel like it was a little soulless okay uh, for what it was and I didn't it's one of those I appreciate the attempt but I don't necessarily enjoy it okay all right, well, let's get into this. Uh, let's go ahead and play the first three tracks off of Humanimals, which are as follows. Uh, Borderline, Victims of Romance, and Heart of a Lion.
All right. So a couple of things here, and this is both good and bad from, from where I'm standing. First of all, I love this music. I just, I just in general love this style of rock um, because I'm 100 years old. But also, <laughs> but also part of the attraction to this style of music is usually the vocals are cleaner, higher pitched, um, maybe a little auto-tuned. And here it's like this, you know, guttural, uh, hard rock metal vocals with music that it does not complement. It, it's not complemented by, nor does it complement at all. It's very mm. mishmash, and this was, I think, the problem that we had with Superfly Trap too. Where, as much as I like that, and I liked it more than you guys, it was also like the vocals really don't match the style of music, and it was tolerable then. Here, it's jarring. What do you think, Jesse? <sighs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I mean, I do agree with you. It, I think I'm able to tolerate this a little bit more than Super Flytrap for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know if it's just because they do it. In my opinion, they maybe they're they're able to pull it off better in my eyes. I mean, like okay, so we just listened to Heart of a Lion, yeah, which s- sounds like. Th- Every other soundtrack that isn't Rocky Four, <laughs> you know they they have you know this could have found its way on the Karate Kid Part Three mm-hmm. uh, soundtrack, and that would have been it. Almost would have been like, yeah, I completely believe Heart of a Lion. You know, this is mm-hmm. you know it's not Eye of the Tiger either. Uh, it's Heart of a Lion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what that feels like, and. Do you think this one would be on Ricky One? Hmm. Ricky One, maybe. <laughs> Have you ever seen Ricky One? Uh, no. Do you know what that is? It sounds yeah, like yeah. it's a playoff Rocky. I was gonna say I thought play. you were doing a Rocky joke there. Yeah. No, it, it is a real movie. It is like an absolutely like airplane style version of Rocky that is ten times dumber. <laughs> Nice. Ricky yes. One came out in '88, and I am yeah, I'm currently looking this over right now. Uh, boy, I don't recognize any of those names. None of these. How did you find this? Like, was this on TV at some point? Oh uh, no, an internet reviewer guy did it. Like, uh, reviewed it ten years ago, and Nick, my buddy, who one day will be we'll on be. this podcast with me. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes, no. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Uh, there's your spot on the bingo card. Uh, he and I watched it one day, one evening, and it is really fucking stupid. No oh boy. Like it is. Uh, it is beautiful. Like just so many dumb puns. That's great. Those are the best kind. Oh yeah, that's all I make. <laughs> I make dollar bills and <laughs> stupid jokes, and I'm all out of money. Y- y- yes, Cooper, we've met. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Are we all poor here? <laughs> um, all right. So what else did you think about this part of the album there, uh, Coopster? You know, it's one of those I actually didn't. I actually enjoyed some of the first two tracks. It wasn't until we got to Heart of a Lion that I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> That is, uh... See, I like that one. I, 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 but again, this might be an A's thing. This might be a style thing. I'm not quite sure what your, you know, what all the beef here is. Um, I, but I, I just feel like the style of that song mm-hmm. does not lend itself very well to Mister Lordy's vocals. Okay, and but that that's so you're in agreement with me then that like that, cause that's kind of what I was saying. Yeah, no, I I do agree that like it's it just doesn't quite work for that. Mm-hmm. You know, in a lot of ways, just like you were saying, that oftentimes it's uh, like you know, heart of a lion, like you know, big bombastic cheesy. This one kind of sounds like you're singing it through a cheese grater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, of the three, I think I like Heart of a Lion of the three. Victims of the Romance, which, by the way, I just did a jump into the lyrics. And 
you know, this might be a credit to Lordy where they're actually letting the gimmick of the era uh, that they're singing in mask kind of what is happening in the song itself. Mm-hmm. Like, I listen to these songs a lot. I, I, I would say I've probably listened to this album at least five or six times. And I didn't realize that Victims of the Romance is actually about two people who fell in love at a carnival and the carny decided to take them prisoner and cut their eyelids off. And mm, like you yeah, do. Do some, <laughs> do some <laughs> kind of crazy game. Did, now tell me, did either of you guys figure that out? I didn't, which means. No, you're the, lyrics, think, you're the lyrics well, guy. I ain't figured well, shit out. Well, credit to the internet for that, though. That's, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the thing. Sometimes I, I will listen. I remember listening to you know, our first Lordy album that we had the chance to cover on, or at least I had the chance to listen to and you guys covered. And I remember listening to that and really enjoying the album. This was uh, Monstereophonic, mm-hmm. the one with, uh, you know. So anyway, yeah. that's where I was listening to it. I'm like, holy crap, this is telling a story. Well, Victims of the Romance slides into that genre so well that mm-hmm. it kind of like feels it kind of numbs you to what you're getting and you don't listen to the lyrics you're just listening to what that song feels like <laughs> that's weird that's a weird way of saying things but i believe that the feel of a song can overtake the attention that you give a song sometimes and that i believe is probably credit to lordy to kind of do that like hey we're going to we're going to give you this cheesy uh, hair glam metal, whatever you want to call this AOR <laughs> song, and you're. But it's if you look into it, it's some very scary stuff. Now, you know as to whether that continues through here. I think as we get in these next couple songs, we're, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what we have to talk about. But anyway, Heart of a Lion, probably my favorite of the three, uh, and a borderline line with it being the single i remember when that released i was like hey you know this sounds okay but again i was hoping it was a cover of the madonna song <laughs> i was i was hoping for that too i'm not gonna lie i've never heard that song before in my life and did not know it existed until right now oh, sure wait a minute you've never it. you've never heard borderline by madonna i mean i might have heard it and not known it but i wouldn't know it if i heard it okay you know i'm not a big madonna Donna fan I it's one of those I respect the fact that she is very malleable with what she offers as uh, an entertainer but also I find a lot of her stuff kind of uh, more styled than substance I I hear what you're saying but listen to what I'm trying to tell you at this point see you gotta understand that
that one get away from me yikes <laughs> uh whoops sorry guys let that one get what away from happened? me <laughs> well i just started playing all kinds of borderline covers and then i was distracted with something else and let the song play into the next thing because i didn't realize how short it was oh okay then <laughs> yeah i was and, uh i was getting a little confused but uh you know i was like i was running with it that's fine and hey that ADHD medley of borderline songs and covers was brought to you by Amazon Music Unlimited. Yes, sir. Jesse, do you understand that if you are like Coop and you're too young to know Madonna songs, that you can find all of Madonna's catalog on Amazon Music Unlimited? I did not know that. That's great. And if you're not wanting to just listen to Madonna do her own stuff, you can find all kinds of covers of her music, like that one, that first one I played, which was from the, uh, which is by the Flaming Lips on whatever the Madonna tribute was that came out a few years past. Did you know that? That's fantastic. Or the cover of Borderline from Pop Goes Punk. Oh, wow. Yeah, I I thought that was a Pop Goes Punk cover. It was, and then it was followed up with Ogre 
from an industrial Madonna tribute, and then and then I lost track of things. And then it all changed <laughs> from the Fire Nation. Okay. It, it all it all got away from me. Hey, um, I've lost track of what it is we're doing. Should I be playing some more Lordy music, Jesse? Is that where we are in this, in this whole thing? I would go with that. Probably All right. the best bet. All right, let's get back to what we were doing here, folks. Uh, now that... <laughs> Coop, I just have one question. Are you ever going to not say, I don't know what it is you're talking about and stop me from doing stuff like that? Or is this just, you know, you're always going to push me into playing music we're not reviewing and seeing if I can get us demonetized. Is that, is that the mean, game, the game we're playing we... here? The Wicked Game? I thought we were going to be demonetized from the moment that we start. (laughs) I mean, frankly, I I just thought that we were getting ahead of the game. Fair enough. All right. So these next three songs, uh, for reals, for real, real, not for play play. Uh, We've got uh, The Bullet Bites Back, Be My Maniac, and Rucking Up the Potty. Jesse, we got four more songs to play, and when we uh, finish playing those songs, we're going to have to hear from the Angry Metal Guy. But for right now, I have to tell you, um, I, I, I these next three, the, the next three set of songs, I think um, I disliked less than the first three. I I thought these were a little, these were a little less on the lighter side of this genre of music. 
And so when when the music gets a little bit heavier, it more firmly embraces his vocal styling. It's more compatible and therefore a more enjoyable experience. Also, that what was it like? Um, I I want your back or something like that. What did he say? Are you talking about the bullet bites back? I think in the it was either in the bullet bites back or be my maniac. It was something something about I don't know. To to, to me, the little bit that I heard there, I something about wanting to get up on someone's butt, which I which I which I oh. sympathize with. That's probably be my maniac. <laughs> here, let's here. Yeah. Let me see. If it, you give me your thoughts here. I'm gonna look up be my maniac for a second. Okay. I thought that was going elsewhere. <laughs> I got worried. Well, so just yeah, as a married man, maniac. I don't know where I don't know where, what you're talking about there, Cooper. Oh, this is platonic. This is platonic love. Tonight, Jesse, I want your bad side. Tonight, I want a good yeah. fright. Tonight, don't oh, yeah. stop till I cry. So be my maniac, Jesse Starcher. Oh, no safe word. Baby, make it hurt. <laughs> you yes, make sir. me bleed. I'll believe you really love me. Yes, now. Oh, yeah. Robert yeah, Cooper, so I... don't. So turn the tables on me. Turn the unstable part of you free. Ugh. That's going to end in a lot of like poop and fart. Be a maniac, Robert Cooper. Be a maniac. Oh no, that is <laughs> that is not good. Uh, I mean, frankly, that really seems like it's going to head into a very toxic direction, both uh, figuratively with the relationship and literally with the uh, backup of their uh, internal septic tanks. If you get is, what I'm saying, is mm. Natalia around tonight? Is she uh, is she like in the room with you, just waiting for you to be done with this stupid podcast? Or... No, Natalia is not around. She is okay. uh, sitting at her house, but uh, she'll probably listen to this tomorrow. Hi, Natalia. Okay. All right. Well, I have a message for Natalia. Natalia, you can't abide living out a lie. I think it's time we shake things up and save us, Natalia. Rip your flesh. Well, that's nothing fresh. Your scars are deep, Natalia. There's nowhere left to cut up. That got weirdly dark for no good reason. <laughs> that, yeah. that did, and I'm like, you can't, you can't talk to my girlfriend that way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny? I didn't even read that ahead of time. I'm just like, it's the only part of the lyrics we haven't read out loud funny to each other yet. So I'm like, oh, I'll just do that. That'll be funny. And I'm like, oof. <laughs> I went down an alley I wasn't supposed to go. Sorry. Mm, Sorry, Natalia. Yeah, well, <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, that song is all about going up alleys you're not supposed to go. So. Indeed. Indubitably. Yeah, okay, so Be My Maniac, there's yes, your... <laughs> you know, I, I, I said earlier that these guys you know, didn't get dark, and, well, Be My Maniac is definitely a prime example of Lordy getting... Dark. Pretty, pretty scary. <laughs> but it's so uh, funny because it's, like, it's such an upbeat song. That's why, you know, like I right. heard the lyric and I laughed and it's such an upbeat, like happening song. I'm like, oh, I'm really into this now. And then, and then, <laughs> then you yeah. realize like, what, 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 what have we done? You're like, ooh, right. this is, this, this, but this is typical Lordy though, isn't it? You know, yeah. Yeah. where, oh yeah. You know, where the lyrics are just awful, <laughs> and, yeah, and it's dark bad. and everything, and you know, but the music is so fun. Yeah, the bullet bites back is an interesting example of what I think is like <sighs> they had seven albums that they did in uh, what a year span or yeah. maybe two years because of what was going on with the pandemic, and they just got bored. But let me just show you because. We have to have an appearance by wordcounter.com. Yes, sir. Or excuse me, wordcounttools.com. So the bullet bites back, all right? 254 words, all right? Mm -hmm. That's the complete song and lyrics. Uh, readability level of fifth to sixth grade student. Okay, not a whole lot there. But let me just tell you, remember how back when we listened to Marilyn Manson and I got mm. really upset about the fact that he repeated things over and over, and over ad nauseum. And, and over and over and, and over, over and over and over and over. And over. Well, this this song <laughs> suffers from that. Sure. Because what ends up happening and uh, granted, it is a product of its fake time. Because remember, this <laughs> is supposedly <laughs> happening in 1989. But uh uh, hundred. It goes from 254 words and gets completely cut. What in half? 
Right. Is that right? Two hundred with one hundred and sixteen words. If you take out all the repeats, um, so it is. You know, the song is a lot of filler, a lot of filler. Yes. But uh, anyway, so let me just tell you that "Ruck Up the Party," mm. "Rucking Up the Party." Uh, so it wasn't obvious to me initially when I first heard that song that. What is happening here is possibly Lordy's take on censorship back in 1989. <laughs> <laughs> what they're doing is they're like, well, you can't say fuck. So, all right, what can we do? Because, I mean, in the lyrics, there's a part where he says, so it's rucking up the party, rucking up the party. Uh, and then there's a part where he goes, you're going to be sorry you let us inside, going to ruck you real good tonight. I don't so, know about you, Jesse, but I could always stand for a good rucking. Oh, Lordy can too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I as Coop will tell you, who doesn't like a good rucking? Oh, I, man. I mean, I'm wondering if this was all just a very thinly veiled Scooby-Doo tribute. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. <laughs> oh, where are you? Uh, what do you think of these three songs there, Coop? Uh, I enjoyed them more than uh, than our song about lions. That was for sure. But then again, part uh, of a lion, part of a lion, part of a lion. Yeah. Like I feel like somebody else could have sang that, and it would have actually went a totally different way. <laughs> uh, but I mean, fortunately, there's no more songs dedicated to my girlfriend that I know of. <laughs> I said I was sorry. No, I think it's hilarious. Sometimes these jokes get away from me. I'm sorry. No, I think it's great. Like, I, I'm she's going to listen to this on the way to work or from work at, like, 6 a.m. tomorrow and be like, what the fuck? Why is this creepy old man singing dangerous music to me? I don't understand. While shirtless. No, I'm wearing a shirt tonight. I just got home from work. Oh, well, psh, I'd say that is not good. You're not wearing pants, though, right? Nope, I'm still wearing my, my scrubs. For, I'm wearing a thermal that I wear underneath my scrub top, and I'm wearing my scrub pants. Do you know I don't want no scrubs? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Dude? You don't Please say. Please <laughs> like any scrubs. You, you see, because a scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me because he is hanging out of the passenger side of his best friend's ride, and he's uh, okay. trying to holler at me. Ah. <laughs> I knew there was a good reason. It was fucking perfect, I, I dude. Mean, I mean, really, that that is as good a reason as any as I've ever found. <laughs> I love you, Robert Cooper. <laughs> oh, shucks. I love you, Mark Radledge. <laughs> All right. But, yeah. uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was going to move on, but if you got shit to say, please be my... Don't no, I, I don't really Let me stop you. Uh, no, it's one of those... I don't have a ton. Uh, because, I mean, really, a lot of these songs, even though, yes, when you look at them... Uh, in a deeper value for what they offer lyrically, I really do think that there are some treats you can find, which is quite nice. Mm -hmm. uh, I do like that their music, in terms of what they offer lyrically, uh, is a little more skin deep than the lyrics. Uh, kind of like, you know, that uh, wonderful song, uh, Pumped Up Kicks. It's really about school shootings. <laughs> While the soccer moms are like, oh, yeah, Pumped Up Kicks. I love shoes. I was okay. really hoping that Heart of a Lion would have been about an actual heart of a lion somehow. Like, th these like, guys would be the ones that or, could do or, that. <laughs> well, or it could be about stalking your prey like a lion in the savannah. Okay. Yeah, so there we it. go. We just took that to another place. I had a, uh, you know, my Valentine's uh, Day song I walked into to work was Dirty Gore Whore by Autopsy, and it was about stalking someone in the park and uh, murdering them. So Nice. So speaking of lion organs... Um, listening back to the on trial, which is now since we we, we just got back our, our um, we just got back our permissions for uh, for YouTube. So actually, oh, that's doing, good. Yeah, Did we ever figure out where it came from? No. Um, and they said it, and they they're insisting that it was us and that there was no tampering. So I'm kind of done with, with with YouTube help. Um, but as we've been doing this, I've also like <laughs> been trying to catch up on the stuff that never made it to YouTube over the past week that we got banned. And um, in, any, in any case, 
uh, over the past week, when, when Batman tickets went on sale, I uploaded the old on trial that Sean and I did for Batman v Superman. And I guess this was around the time that I had been talking about eating lion tacos because he fucking references I rem- it a lot. I was going to say lion tacos. Yeah, he, he references it like a bunch of times. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, all right, Jesse, you ready when we uh, come back here to talk about uh, some of the reviews, what the angry metal guy thinks and all of that? Oh, yeah, we'll be ready. All right. Well, then let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into it. Yes, sir. Rebob. Uh, let's play the last four songs here. Girl in a Suitcase, Supernatural, Like a Bead of the Honey, and Human Animal.
she's a little runaway. Daddy's girl lives on the Hennessy. Oh, yeah. Jesse's drinking Hennessy. <laughs> He's nope. a little runner, 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 run. Run away, run away, uh, Jesse, run away from Mark Rattledge. <laughs> run away, Jesse, start your own feed, Jesse. Drink some <laughs> Hennessy, Jesse, run away. Sorry, um, I got a little lost oh, there again. Hey, Mark Jesse. <laughs> hey, Jesse, besides beating something and uh, beating a joke into to the death, ground? Yeah. Right? Besides being passively antagonistic and aggressive, um, you know what? <laughs> Tell me. That whole last bit there, including all of the uh, the nonsense, and this upcoming, this upcoming, uh, what does the metal guy think segment was brought to you by guess who? Who do you think it was brought to you by? Ooh, that little red dot sits down there in the bottom right hand corner of my computer, and that is Indian. No, oh, it shit. is <laughs> not Indian, sir. <laughs> My second guess is that it's... Oh, yeah, please. You were the one doing the plug. What type of Indian we talk? And we talking, how are you? Or... Well, clearly, if it's a red dot Indian, it's 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 tech support, not Native American. Oh, I got you. It's, uh... Yeah. No, it's... I like I'm only, like, half a racist joke there. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Like, like somehow or other, I couldn't show. bring myself to make fun of anything with my I, life. I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to make fun of the natives, but the you know, but the Asian Indians, I'm okay with making fun of. It's fine. Yeah, uh, the no ones problem. that aren't actually Indian, the ones that are really Indian, not the ones that a uh, a brown a, a European were like. I think I'm in India. <laughs> <laughs> For you listeners of this horribly racist podcast grammarly is offering a free download of the grammarly software (laughs) (laughs) grammarly's ai powered products help people communicate more effectively grammarly helps you write mistake free on gmail facebook twitter linkedin and nearly anywhere else you write on the web grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar punctuation and spelling mistakes while also catching contextual errors improving your vocabulary and suggesting style improvements to download grammarly today go to getgrammarly.com slash w2m network again that's getgrammarly.com slash w2m network to download grammarly for free but what does I would the angry love, metal... Yes, sir. No, I, I would just love for the next, like, point three, point four update of Grammarly to be something that pops up a little notification that says, you might want to revise that. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need, it, I need Seems to, mo- it to run through the woke filter. Seems moderately racist. You might want to, you might want to change that. <laughs> <laughs> a little frowny face pops up there. Somebody... <laughs> Somebody puts the blacks. Oh, boy. God. And then it's just like, oh, uh, you might want to revise that, Chief. I was talking oh. about the rugby team, don't you understand? Uh, well, or the Canadian football team, the Ottawa Red Blacks. There you go. See? People need to not be so damn sensitive. You know what I mean, Robert Cooper? Boy, howdy, do I. Boy, but, howdy. But Jesse... But Jesse what does the angry metal guy think of all this? Oh, well, he does not have an opinion as of yet. Again, I think my theory is maybe he'll chime in when all of these albums release digitally. You never know. Mm-hmm. But uh, we do have other websites that chimed in, and I'll give you a few of them here. Liverpool Sound and Vision gave Humanimals an 8.5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. The headbanging the moose.com gave it a three and a half out of five. That's right. Headbanging moose. You know the, that's up there. The headbanging moose, you say. That's right. That is right. Bla- you have blabbermouth, headbanging moose, NME. All right. Then metaldigest.com uh, gave it an 80%. Uh, and their final paragraph says any fan of this genre is sure to love what Lordy have done here. This is once again the sound of Lordy having a fuckload of fun and doing a bloody good job at it. Uh, Well, I will tell you for myself, this is not my favorite of the seven albums. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Uh, It's just, I don't know if it's the genre uh, that they're trying to emulate here. Again, AOR, AOR, rock-oriented 1989 is supposedly when this came out and granted there is evidence that they are sticking the landing 
when it comes to the sound of what they're trying to do. And I believe Mm -hmm. that's exactly their intent, but it just is not what I really, really wanted. I, you know, we listen to uh, Bee to the Honey, you know, Mm -hmm. that is like, honestly, there's a saxophone solo in there. Um, Saxophone. That's right. Uh, There's, the most it's just like the most straightforward lordy song i think i've ever heard mm-hmm. and it, there's not a really other than the fact that okay the darkest part of that song is this guy is just kind of obsessed with this girl but it's really sung and presented in like this wholesome way <laughs> so it's it's not it just doesn't feel like lordy now there are other we just talked about there are other songs on this album that are definitely lordy all over uh, and they absolutely are fitting those songs into the genre some way. Um, it's just, it's not my favorite. I think, what have we covered so far? Do you remember off the top of your head? Yeah. Or do you have um, it in front of you? What have we done so far when covering these albums? We've done Super Fly Trap. Okay. We did Abracadaver. Okay. And then this is the third one that we've done. I'm going to double check that. Uh, I think you're right. Abracadabra, I don't think we've done Abusement Park, have we? We have not. No. Okay. Uh, Yeah, okay. So we started started with Superfly Trap, then we did Abracadabra, and now we're doing Human Animals, and then the next one we're doing is Abusement Park, but that's not until April. Okay. So I will tell you that this is my favorite of, or excuse me, not this one, Abracadabra is my favorite of the three. Well, of course, it's because you're like fucking hardcore, like you're like the big metalhead on this show, not like me, (laughs) Wussy Pansy, who likes the, you know, the lighter, more, you know, one, you know, one day love will find you, Robert Cooper, (laughs) kind of guy Um, that I am, you know, I bless the rains down in Africa, but this is the metal hammer of Jesse Starcher, and he's all about the fucking Pantera and the Anthrax, which is what that album that he likes so much was patterned after. I, did I get all that right? I uh, sure. <laughs> there was so many lies. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, I, I was really hoping that we could double feature. Uh, you know, we're talking about metal here. We could double feature that Sabaton album. We'll bring Robert Winfrey on to talk black metal. That's what we'll do. We'll bring him on to talk 1917. That's a great band. Nice. All their also, shits about World War One, and it's, it's also, black metal. It's also a great movie. Um, it is. <laughs> so Andrew Graham, good old Canadian Actually, Andrew Graham, who, you know, he, he's got a solid sense of humor, but he's not like Evan, who everything is a pun. So we were talking one day, it was very recent, and he uh, we were talking about, like, um, things with uh, previous source material, uh, and we, t- we 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 were revi- we were revisiting an argument. That's going to sound horrible later when I listen back to this. That's all, folks. We were revisiting an argument that Robert and I got into as we get into so many about how you know in the year 2019 it, it took until like film number 23 before you found something that was not based on a previous IP, and it was 1917, and Andrew goes, but, but it was based on a previous IP. And I went, what? He goes, World War I. <laughs> takes, takes a beat and goes, I'll show myself out. I'm like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like you uh, dumb bastard. And turns uh, out I'm an idiot. The band is 1914. Close. Oh, That's all right. Fucking three-year-off idiot. Well, you know, one's the start, one's the end of the war, so I think there's a big enough difference for me to feel a little bad about it. Go sit in the the corner, corner, Coop, and think about what you did. I used to sit in the coma, and I got worried. (laughs) Go sit on coma. It'll be fine. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of sitting on coma, I really like this album. Um, I liked it a lot. I think I like this better than Super Fly Trap. Like Super Fly Trap was groovy, but I but you know when it get when it comes to music that kind of like gets me going and makes me happy, it's this era. Like I I'm not gonna lie, I've seen Bon Jovi in concert. I love Bon Jovi. Like you throw on some like uh, you give love a bad name, I am gonna get buck naked and dance around the house. That's how that goes. And it doesn't matter if there's people in the house or not. If we have guests over, fucking you give love a bad name comes on, pants off. You know what I'm talking about, Jesse. <laughs> Don't blame you, sir. <laughs> so, you know, that's what a lot of this was. And I think the back half of the, of, you know, it's only 10 tracks, like a 40-minute album. But I think the back half is is better. The last six, I think, are better than, like, the first four. But, Robert Cooper, I'm going to give you the last word here. 
oh boy, I'm really good at that. Uh, <laughs> I I found this album to be more successful than Super Flytrap overall because there is a little bit heavier instrumentation, which will uh, allow it to better uh, fit with what Mr. Lordy's vocal stylings offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a whole, though, I don't. I I think a lot of it is my personal taste. I just I didn't love it. Like I don't I don't love Bon Jovi. I mm-hmm. enjoy some Bon Jovi, but uh, I'm I'm good for the hits and maybe a song or two more. And then I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go back to listen to uh, black metal bands that I can't remember the name of <laughs> or understand their logo. Uh, yes. Well, no. 1914 is actually pretty. Uh, it, it says 1914 right there. Now, if it was Wolves in the Throne Room, I'd be in a lot of trouble. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, for me, this album's a solid, eh, maybe like a two and a half out of ten. It's it's average. If you like this style of music, if you like Lordy, uh, I think one of those parties is going to be very happy, and the other one is going to be, uh, you know, just slightly disappointed, but overall uh, amused. Okay, I think my yeah. son is sleepwalking. Hey, Jonas, yeah. is he doing that thing again? What are you doing out here? It's right here, bud. I drank out of it. There you go. Oh, he's, oh, he's, he's, not he's fully awake. He's fully yeah, no, awake. He's, he's awake. <laughs> I was about to say, he, he sounds awake. He spoke in coherent sentences that time. Yeah. All right. Speaking, the rest of us. Speaking of coherent sentences, hey, um, we've talked about this on previous shows before. We once reviewed an amorphous album and pissed off everybody. Everybody? Everybody. Everybody, so, everybody, everybody, everybody's really pissed off at us. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So my goal is to is to a not try to republish a week's worth of shit that YouTube wouldn't let us publish because they falsely accused us of uploading a naughty video, um, and focus solely on the amorphous review Halo. That's what we're gonna do next weekend, next uh, Wednesday, and then um, as far as live published stuff, we're taking a week off. But the following week, it's Jesse's show. Whose house? Jesse's house. Jesse, what are we going to be doing, Jesse? Uh, wow. Are we going to be talking about House of Pain? Nope. It's your house. Nope. Try again. It's my house. What? Which week is this? Allegion. Damn them. Get them, jit them. Uh, look, dude. I'm sitting here looking at the calendar. <laughs> I have Amorphous in front of me, and then I have House of Pain, Fine Malt Lyrics. And I just said, Where? do you not listen when I ramble in- nope. incessantly? <laughs> nope. <laughs> You didn't say House of Pain, so I'm like, okay, is that it? Uh, no, okay. Because that doesn't go live until the following week. Oh, my gosh. that's I, I'm looking at the recording schedule, you stupid son of a bitch. A Legion coming out, damn them, ninth on Dem- the ninth. Damnemize. Ah. <laughs> hey, then- listen, folks, A Legion, it's a great band. We're going to be talking about some really heavy metal, hopefully – I'm sure there's all sorts of science involved. I hope everybody has a good time. Yes, sir. And then after that is House of Pain, Fine Malt Lyrics, which will be the day before St. Patrick's Day. So gear up for that. And then the week after that is Sabaton. We'll have Robert Winfrey on for that for the war to end all wars. And then finally, 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 Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey. I had to revise the schedule. I had to cut some things. So Wednesday, back on Wednesday now, Wednesday, uh, March 30th, because it's wrestling week all week long as we gear up for WrestleMania. We are going to be reviewing Randy Savage. Be a man. Hogan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dig it. Be a man. <laughs> all right. Um, now that I've done that and, like, pooped myself and ripped my throat out. Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, talent, boys. <laughs> what do you got going on there, son? Well, I don't know, man. Let's see. We've got... Uh... Uncharted just dropped yesterday. So, uh, Mark, you didn't plug that already, did you? I did not. I didn't plug. No, Uh, you're your own person. I'm not plugging any of your stuff. I appreciate that. I I, want to make sure I'm not repeating (laughs) you. Because, yeah, you're right. I didn't listen. Um, (laughs) Yeah, check out Uncharted. Uh, It's me, myself, and Ronnie Adams. All three of us. (laughs) (laughs) Me, me, myself, and I. Do, 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 do. Uh, Ronnie Adams came over and we had a discussion about, oh boy, Uncharted is a great video game 
and it made for a good comic. There was some really, really ignorant stuff that happened in it, though, where we just had, listen, if you can understand the stupidity of uh, Lava Diamond Wall, if you don't understand it going into it, you will by the time you leave the Source Material podcast. Uh, and then, uh, upcoming at some point here, it's going to be myself and... Evan Bevins, that's right. Evan Bevins is coming back to the Source Material Comics Podcast, and we are going to be talking Batman White Knight at some point, getting that recorded. Actually, I think I've got it edited. It's ready to go, so watch out for that. And then we'll be gearing up for a 300th episode, as the, as the weather is going to be a 300th spectacular, or just a 300th episode, or maybe episode 280. I don't know. It's going to be one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Something has to happen. Uh, and uh, Unspoken Issues has... Oh, boy. Uh, I know that Web of Carnage finally got recorded, okay? Um, mm -hmm. No babies got thrown out of windows, but I will tell you that <laughs> Mary Jane was pregnant with child in this book, and she looked like she was wearing mom jeans. It was bad. It was a bad look for Mary Jane. Uh, but uh, also, Ben Riley gets the Carnage symbiote on him, and it is scary and we have four different artists give us a rendition of so carnage ben ben riley isn't he like the reporter dude uh that's been that's been your age sir yeah uh, yeah ben riley is the clone of Peter oh Parker. that's right don't doesn't everyone yeah. hate doesn't like everyone hate that version of spider-man dude this this is smack dab like right in the middle of the clone saga mary jane's pregnant peter parker's powerless and Ben Riley is running around a Spider-Man. They've got another, there's another big thing going on where there's a skeleton that they're carrying around that was supposedly the other clone. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, it is messed. It's, it's just mid, it's <laughs> just midnight madness, Spider-Man. Huh? <laughs> uh, if you want to know about the clone saga, this happens right in the middle of it. So, uh, but yeah, watch for that. That episode's getting edited, I think, and should be uploaded fairly soon. It's fun stuff, but I think that's all I got going on. All right, Cooper, uh, you got any? You want to plug some girl's podcast that doesn't do her podcast anymore? Yeah, my friend Hannah, uh, she does one. If you go listen to our previous episodes, you can hear that plug because uh, it's a lot more words than I'm really willing to offer. Uh, but I do have words to offer. Uh, I actually really enjoyed the Ben Riley Spider Man. Really, <laughs> I did. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I. I well first I will say that I was also very uh, very partial to the 90s uh costume. I greatly enjoyed that. Uh I mean I love Peter. Peter's one of my favorite just characters and things in general, but I did feel like Ben Riley was just different enough to where he didn't just feel like Peter number 2. Did uh, Did you have a chance to read the uh Spider-Verse crossover I, that occurred? I did not. I need to because Leo Pardon shows up, and that's what that's. What oh matters. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Well, if you if you have the opportunity, you're more than welcome to listen to the podcast. I'll go ahead and do a cheap plug for that. But there is some very very significant stuff that happens to Ben Riley in the crossovers, and we cover that in the podcast. If you're a fan of Ben Riley as Spider Man, I would tell you to absolutely check that out because Ben Cologne, who joined us, a big Spider Man fan was really upset that a lot of the stuff that happened in the crossovers didn't make it into the main story. So we covered everything, but there are some very significant events that happened for Ben Riley in there. All right, folks. Well, that's it. That is our review, such as it was, of Lordiversity, uh, Humanimals. We'll be back next week with all the stuff I mentioned before. For Jesse Starcher, for Robert Cooper, I'm Mark Radledge. Be well, be safe, and behave.